Good afternoon. Welcome back to another episode. This is your host, John Rosenberg from Live from Jacksonville. Thank you for tuning into this episode. Today we're going to talk about Byron Allen versus the Supreme Court and the 1866 Civil Rights Act. On April 6, 1866, the Civil Rights Act was passed to, by Congress. Now, Andrew Johnson, the president, he vetoed it, um, though he vetoed it, but it was able to pass through Congress. This was an act to keep uh, black people from being discriminated in the workplace. That being said, the 1866 Civil Act is very crucial to our well-being when it comes to uh, discrimination in the workplace. Now, Byron Allen didn't have to do this. Byron Allen put his life in danger, plus he put his career in, 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 jeopardy, just, in jeopardy just to do those things that he's doing right now. He got. He have the money. He have the accolades. He didn't have to go all out on this because this is very powerful that he's doing. Because one thing about somebody, when they go, when they do those things, you have to like the, the demeanor, if they their motive. So far, so far, he has been very genuine about what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. He knows that this will propel black people to have more ownership when it comes to media outlet and distribution throughout this country and throughout the world. Um, I, like, I say ownership is very is important for everybody, particularly the Negro American must have ownership. The reason why we suffer a lot because we don't have no ownership. That being said, the, the lawsuit against Comcast and Charter, is, I think together is a combined $40 billion combined. And I'm rooting for the brother. I want him to win the case because it will propel us to have more black-owned media and more distribution company throughout this country and throughout the world, but primarily in America. Brian Allen has been fighting this for years now. It's not something he just started yesterday or last year. He's been going back and forth, and he spent millions of dollars in attorney fee just to go to court with Comcast and Charter Media. Um, like I said, um, Universal is owned by Comcast. So you have to understand those things. A lot of us, we don't do a lot of reading. We, we're so caught up with um, in, you know, Instagram and Facebook, social media. We, we have a tendency not really doing any research. Me, I didn't know about the 1866 Civil Rights Act until Byron Allen brought it to my attention. Most of you Negroes didn't know either. Don't act like you knew about the 1866. Unless you study law, uh, constitutional law, then you might know about it. But if you didn't study constitutional law, you didn't know about the 1866 Civil Rights Act. That being said, Byron Allen, kudos to him. I, I applaud him because of his um, his um, perseverance and his, his courage and for him to put himself on the line. Regardless of who he's married to, and I know a lot of you symptomatic Negroes out there always say, oh, he married to a white woman. Who give a two fuck who he married? I don't care who's married. I, I, I care about the man, what he stand for, his belief system, his mannerism. You know, the guy, he's put his life in danger and his family life in danger. He tell me, oh, you care about some white woman shit? This guy, he's, he's, he's the epitome of what we need as a leader in the black community. He's willing to put everything on the line. You going to Supreme Court, he's putting everything on the line right now. Not only for him, for us, particularly Negro America. We're not talking about African here. We're talking about Negro America. That's what we're talking about, specifically. 
So don't get it twisted. This guy put his life and his family life in danger just to fight this case against Comcast and Charter Media. He could like to focus on his wife. Oh, he's married to John. He's married to a white woman. Who gives two fucks? The guy put his life in danger and his wife, his family life in danger. You're going to tell me you care about his wife being white, Caucasian? Come on, man. So Brian Allen, he used the Civil Act. And like I said, the Civil Act was passed on April 9th, 1866. It was the first United States federal law to define a citizenship and affirm that all citizens are equally protected by the law. It was vetoed by Andrew Johnson. Andrew Johnson vetoed it. And um, Andrew Johnson vetoed the, uh, the, the act. It was mainly intended to wake up the work of the American Civil War uh, to protect civil rights of all persons Negro, uh, of Negro American born in the United States. See, this this act is specifically made for Negro American, not midget, not immigrants, not humbugs, not gays. This is strictly for Negro American. See, it was specifically made for persons of Negro American born in the United States. This legislation was passed by Congress in, 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 in April 6, uh, 1866, and vetoed by United States President Andrew Johnson. Get with Andrew Johnson vetoed the, the bill, but April 6, 1866, Congress again passed the bill to support the 13th Amendment. Johnson again vetoed it, but the third majority and the two thirds of two thirds of the majority in each chambers override the veto to allow it to become law. So Andrew Johnson was the president. He vetoed the law. Uh, the, the he vetoed it twice. So because two thirds of Congress override the veto, he was able to pass it into law, the 1866 Civil Rights Act. So you have to understand this country. This country is a racist country. One can argue, but the thing is, uh, Black American, Negro American, have suffered for many centuries now. You know, the past four, five centuries, uh, Negro American have suffered spiritually, mentally, and financially. They have suffered in the past four centuries in this country, and we are not African. I don't know why they keep using this African narrative bullshit. We need to stop using this African narrative. There's no such thing as Pan-African. Those Africans that come to this country, most of them come from war or bloodline, and they come from upper middle class families. They don't give two fucks about you. Okay, they try to, they are money grabbers. They come here to grab your money. They use you as a step tool to get uh, housing, education, jobs, all on your back. Once they obtain those things, they give you the middle fingers, particularly West African and Nigerian particularly. That being said, this, this, um, Bad out of um, Supreme Court lawsuit against Comcast is very crucial for black American. We need to support this brother. We need to go there and support them. There was some support I saw on YouTube. I saw uh, some of you guys were out there in D.C. supporting the brother. And I applaud you guys. I will support him because this is going to pay off. He's going to pay dividends for all black American in this country. So that's something that we need to push forward. Regardless what what the outcome comes, I'm pretty sure he's going to win because, you see, these people are so racist. They could have settled with him in court, in the circuit court in, in L.A. They didn't want to settle. Comcast and Charter Media, they did not want to settle with him. They they, they, they used um, this idiot here, Agent Orange, Donald Trump, 
to fight the case all the way to the Supreme Court. They could they have the money. If a company is going to spend $70 billion to licenses and, and advertisement throughout this country, they have money. And that's why Byron Allen was saying in the, the Breakfast Club, he said that. He said, listen, I spent millions of dollars in attorney fee to fight those bastards. And they have big time, big time lawyers, corporate lawyers, to, they have big, big dogs in their, in their team. So I have to hire big dogs too to fight them. Because the average person couldn't fight this case because you, you don't have that kind of money. You don't have that kind of leverage to go in court to spend millions of dollars in court fee to fight those things. They could have easily settled out of court with him, but they didn't want to. So they rather go to the Supreme, Supreme Court. Now, a lot of people say, oh, they're going to get rid of the agencies. They cannot get rid of that act. It's a law. They can get rid of it. It's already passed into law. So the Supreme uh, judges... Uh, my advice to them, they have to play, they have to be fair. They have to be critical when they examine both sides. Uh, especially in Brian Allen's situation, and this is strictly discrimination. If a company spends $70 billion, not even $100 million go towards your community, that's just say they don't give, they don't give a damn about you. They don't care about nothing about you. Now they'll use a black face to represent you, like Oprah, like Tyler Perry, they'll use a black face. Now, I have to be objective here. Uh, Tyler Perry do have his own studio. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it misconstrued. He have his own studio. Kudos to him. But Oprah don't have her own studios. She's just a face. And Puff Daddy don't own Revolt. He's just a face. So we have to have ownership. It is imperative that we, as so-called black, so-called African-American, must have ownership. A lot of those ethnic groups like Korean, Chinese, the so-called Arabs, the so-called Middle Easterns, the so-called East Indian, when they come to this country, what they go for, they don't care about your religious beliefs. They don't care about a political party. What they care about is ownership. That's what they strive for. They teach that to their young kids. We need ownership. Nobody wants to rent nothing. People want to buy and own stuff. And for so long, the Negro American have been renting. And, and, and for No, we don't need to be renting anymore. We need to own stuff. We own everything, our music, our Everything that we do, we need to have ownership and control of that. Once you don't have ownership, you're a loser. Yeah, you are a loser. And you must have yeah, you must have control of your your, your creativity. Whether it's art, whether it's you know, you know, whatever you do, whether it's food, whatever whatever it is, music, you know, whatever you do in life, you know, you have to have ownership to be happy. Because these people, they don't care about your bottom line. They don't care about your bottom line. They want to control you and subdue you. And that's why I'm, I support Baron Allen. Baron Allen, he stood, his, he stood his ground. He don't back down. And I respect a man like that. He should, this is a good quality of leadership. This is how a leader should behave. Because by and large, most of our leaders are puppets. They don't care about the Negro American. Obama didn't do nothing for, uh, you see, he mentioned Obama. Obama didn't do a damn thing for the Negro community. All he did was for gays and white women and immigration. After that, he didn't do nothing for the, collectively speaking, he didn't do nothing for the, uh, the black community. And Byron Allen said it. He even he supported Obama in his first time around. He didn't do nothing for the black community as a whole. So that's why I, that's why I support him. I support um, Byron Allen because I know that 
he stood his ground and he, he's fighting to the end, to the wheels fall off. A lot of us, when you find a cause, you gotta you gotta put everything on the line. If you truly, if you strongly believe in it, you have to put everything, all dicks, all cars on dicks. You gotta put everything on the line, including your life. So that's how I respect this man. Highly respect him. He is a man of integrity and dignity. Those are the qualities that's rare nowadays for leaders in the black community. Most of your leaders in the black communities are coons. They bog dancing. They don't give a damn about the black community. All they care about their pockets. That's all they care about their pockets. So my advice to you guys, you guys need to support this brother. He put everything on the line. And we're praying that he won the case. I'm I'm foreseeing that he won the case against um, Comcast and Charter Media. Because they, they didn't have to take it that far. That just shows you their motive. They don't want to give a dime to the Negro American. They want to pocket all. They want to use us as as faces to to market their product, but they don't. They don't want to give us ownership, and that's bad. And it's really sad for us. When you don't let a, a company use you as a face, if they don't try to give you partnership or ownership of their company, I don't want to be part of that. That being said, this is um, the Bayern Island versus Supreme Court in the 1866 uh, Civil Rights Act. Thank you for tuning in. Take care. I might do a part two. Stay tuned. Bye.